and we are recording. We are live on the Weirdos Only podcast. Today we got Daniel Albaran. Albaran, sorry, I didn't roll the R, bro. Gotta roll it. Yeah, you gotta roll the R. Um, also known as Dizzle, also known as D Money. Um, everything, everything under the sun. He's a he's a accounting extraordinaire, CPA. Whatever you need, you need him to do your taxes. Need a, need him to go to the Ozarks and launder some money for you. Hit him up. I'd be surprised, man. That request comes off often, actually. You need him. You need him to go go on Reddit for you, make you some money on ga- <laughs> on GameStop. <laughs> Dude, that whole that whole thing. I've been. Fo- I've never been good at those things. Like you know, like when they always say, like, oh, like this opportunity came up and everybody jumped on it or whatever. I'm like, eh, I mean, power to everybody else, you know. But I'm just like, ah, eh, it's. It's, it seems like too much energy to just, you know, to be like, be waiting for some of those opportunities, you know, or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. I mean, it, you know, it's hit or miss, I guess. If you just like do some research and just follow things for a little bit, you'll be able to kind of get a pulse on it. But, um, you know, I wasn't actually following the whole thing that happened recently. My brother was texting me about it. So I checked it out and uh, it's pretty crazy. But I thought too, like, these stocks keep going up because people are buying it. But then when the joke is over, now you're holding on to something that, you know, you spent too much on and it drops and, you know, it's an expensive joke, I think. Yeah. Well, that's, that's another thing. I mean, I mean, they're saying like everybody was using their stimulus check or whatever, you know, <laughs> when that yeah, stimmy hit. Got to get that GameStop app or uh, stock in AMC, right? I think was the other one. Was it AMC? AMC was doing a thing where they were they were um, uh, they were least I want to say least renting out the the theater for like a hundred bucks or something. That's kind of a sick deal. Like you get a whole theater to yourself for a hundred bucks or like your family or whatever. Yeah, you get to bring like your own movies or how does that work? I don't know. I'll be like, I want to hook up the fucking Super Nintendo. I'll sick and just play it on there. Yeah, or just do a Super Bowl party there. I think there's a limit, but yeah, there's a limit on the people. On oh, how many yeah, people gotta, can go. Gotta, yeah. Social distance, bring your mask. Keep it outside now. There's there's a lot of those. Um, my brother's got that, like the projector. You know, you put it outside, you watch outside. That shit's dope. Everybody's no no way nobody has to be inside, and it's like huge. It looks good too. You get a nice projector. It looks dope. Yeah. Hey, speaking of that, um. Have you touched on uh, your COVID experience? You, you were quarantining for a while. Bro, nobody knows. Straight burn me out on the podcast. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Straight burn. Hey, you tell everybody you got herpes already? You haven't talked about hey, yeah. that? You, you try I, to talk about that or not? <laughs> on your other podcast, you did mention it already. That's yeah, yeah, I know. did. Yeah, I did. No, yeah, I mean, I, I, um, what, I, what, I, what I keep telling people is, you know how you hear the people that are like... Uh, like, oh, I think I had it, you know? And I was like, I mean, I, I wouldn't say I got hit hard, but I definitely got hit. Like, I felt it. Like, it was it was a different feeling, especially the tightness in the chest. I was like, oh, shit. Like, it was hard to breathe. <laughs> you know what I mean? It was it was a little bit like, it was like, it wasn't like, oh, my God, I can't breathe. But it was a little bit like, <sighs> you got to work a little harder for it, you know? And I feel like my body would just get tired easier because of that. Like, even if it was like not like that all day, but like, I think it was like a slight pressure that my body was having to work a little bit harder to breathe that I would get tired 
easier. I'm usually not a guy to like take a nap in the middle of the day or like, I just don't, you know what I mean? Like I'll, I'll, if I sleep in the day, I can't sleep at night. And I was taking naps. I was like, I got, I was out by like 10 usually, or I'd be like super like trying to keep it up because they, because they had TV in there in the hotel. So I started, I started smacking on some, uh, some Seinfeld episodes because they I was on, I never watched like TV. And I was like, oh, they got Seinfeld out here. It's like, so oh, Seinfeld man. and Naps, you were living it up. Yeah, I was, I was chilling in there. They got, oh, and then like, I was like, oh, I need to take in some vitamin D. So I was chilling. I, since I had a hotel room, it was facing, it was facing south, but it was, it was like right on the, right on the eight freeway or whatever. And um, I had a nice little balcony. So I just posted up out there on my Calvin's. I was just taking in some vitamin D, getting my tan on. <laughs> I was like, shit, nobody's going to come over here and tell me nothing. Oh, man. So you were in there with the other COVID people, huh? Yeah, I mean, they had their own rooms and stuff. You know. So you guys don't, like, see each other in the morning when you come out to get coffee and all that? No, you can't come out at all. Man, prison. It's straight prison, fool. We started throwing our mattresses over the balcony. Liberta, liberta, <laughs> revenga. <laughs> oh man, yeah, I remember when you told me when you texted me you had it. I thought, man, I don't know. I know I'd lose my mind just quarantined in the hotel room by myself. Well, I saw, I saw you, I saw you before I had it though, right? Yeah, like a, maybe a week before. So um, no, 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 it was two weeks. It was two weeks. Are you sure? Was it? No, no, no. I think it was, it was like a week before, like a week and a half before I got it. Yeah. Because I was in Big Bear. And then I went to yeah, Flo's. That's right. The reason I was thinking, I was thinking before that, because I had gone to Flo's like three weeks or a month before that. So I was like, wait, no. I was like, well, yeah. Yeah, I had, I had gotten to Big Bear again. And I was chilling out there. And then I came on the way down. Yeah, I remember because you were in there and I was like, hey, where's your mask? And you're like, I don't believe in that. <laughs> <laughs> I was th- you were the you were the one who was telling me that uh that you were asking me if I had a 5G phone because you know that's what causes corona. <laughs> uh, that's right, yeah. I said, no, we're good, mine's 4G. <laughs> <laughs> you don't get that 5G. <laughs> don't jump on that 5G. I'm telling you right now, don't fuck around with the 5G. Yeah. That, that Huawei phone. See, yes. you, you fuck around, dude. I had I had someone. Never mind. I'm not even gonna. The the last girl I had on, she fucking went on about how we fucking dated, and I was like, we never fucking dated. And like, it was a bunch of people like, you date? Did you guys date? And we're like, no. She's fucking trying to shit on me. And even now, <laughs> the reason I don't want to mention it because then she's gonna be like, yeah, you're fucking like she's like. Dude, it was um. She, I, you should listen to it. It's uh, uh episode six. I met her when we when I was doing comedy, and she used to. She was dope as fuck. She would always bring a, like our family and stuff like that, you know. So it was like we. She would bring a bunch of people to the comedy shows, you know. She's always fucking good, you know. The ones you do here or in uh in LA. The ones, yeah, ones we did here. She's in, in the San Diego ones. Yeah. So um. Actually, that reminds me too of back in the day when you were in LA, because I was out there living with uh, with Jesse in studio. Oh, yeah, City. you were with and the when, Grammys. Yeah, then when you uh, told hanging me out you, with uh, with uh, Jimi Hendrix, Selena, and Elvis, <laughs> over over at the Viper Room. But yeah, um, like in Joaquin Phoenix. But yeah, I remember I went to your shows, man, and uh, you were uh, getting some momentum there. 
like pretty quickly. In LA, yeah, it was. I mean, but if I think now, like, I mean, I think I I have my reasons of, of why you know why yeah, I, I don't do it anymore and stuff. Um, and I think it's actually it's it's good that you brought it up um, because it's it's good for what I'm doing now. This this for me, one feels like one when I used to do acting and stuff. I didn't. I liked it. I liked the art of it, but I didn't like it as much as like stand up because then I could be myself in stand up. And there wasn't as much judgment. And if there was judgment, it was on, it was me creating it or whatever. I, you know what I mean? It wasn't like, oh, you got to be like, uh, you know, Dallas Buyers Club or whatever. You got to be this guy. You know what I mean? I didn't have to be a character. I just myself, I could be myself, which is yeah. what I'm doing now. And so, but I also felt like one, I had, I just recently learned something about like, uh, um, like how I can, one of my skills or one of my strengths is how I can read a room, right? Is like how I can kind of like read people and kind of have a good intuition on like, you know, which is good for stand up, right? But then sometimes that can be a bad thing because then you're trying to be who you think people want you to be, right? So if you, if I if I'm not cognizant of it, if I, like when I was younger and I, like now now that I'm kind of exploring this whole mental, I'm like, oh, okay, like I see how that's also a good thing, but it's also you can't like go to the extreme of like. Like, oh, you're trying to be fucking, like, you're just trying to, like, people-pleasing or something. You know what I mean? Which yeah, is something, it's with something skill, you, Yeah, there's just something you need to be careful with, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, I see it more, you know, you read a room and you adjust your communication to it just to, you know, trying to make a connection. And everybody's different. Everybody responds to different things. But I get what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I... I, I I know. I don't know if you want to keep it light. If you want to keep it heavy, we can go heavy. I know that. Um, uh, I'll let people know that at at one point or another, or throughout throughout my life, I feel like I've seen I, I've seen you kind of as a mentor, you know, and you've kind of been a, you. been a um, been a, a guidance, you know, like whenever uh, you've been a a, a cheap uh, cheap therapist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that you don't take PPO, but that's a whole nother story. You know what I mean? Like, We're the, working on it with some drinks um you, you know what that, that i don't think that night i'm never gonna forget that night that tequila night remember yeah that was uh 2019. was it 2019? that was right. so random we started off at tender greens <laughs> remember that's right we did yeah we're like hey you want to grab some food it was like six or something like yeah fuck it, let's grab some food and we went to tender greens i had me a little a little uh little lemonade and everything and then after you were like you want to just go grab a drink and went like downtown to that that tequila spot that juan tequila or whatever and then after that it was just a snowball <laughs> yeah after that we did what we do best <laughs> it was uh, just a <laughs> yeah that was a fun night man um yeah i think for me too at that point life was a little heavy you know and i definitely needed that um yeah yeah, yeah definitely I mean, that's, that's actually, I was telling, um, I was telling my friend that I, that I got, I got really drunk. I don't know if I told you, I think I did uh, for Halloween. I got fucking trashed. Like my brother and all, it was just, it, it, it got bad. Like, yeah, it, it was like just drinking mezcal and fucking and tequila. And, and I remember that line, man, that you said, was, I mean, I'll let, I'll let you say it, you know, that way you can. <laughs> oh, you know what? I'm not sure I fully remember it, but it was, uh. All right, so I guess yeah, I got really trashed, and um, I think I told you the next day that uh, 
Because sometimes uh, the body wants to get drunk. The body, you know? yeah, the body just <laughs> needs to get drunk. It's like, hey, fuck, that was so profound. Because you were like, you definitely just went like balls to the wall. I, I remember you ordered like a shot or something. And then like you ordered another shot like right after. And I was like, I was like, is he that drunk? And I was like, no, hey. I was like, hey, we already took it. We already, I was like, <laughs> I was like <laughs> they already gave it to us and then you were like no another one i was like all right yeah that did me man i left my car there too and i just i didn't bother going back i'm like it's gonna cancel it and can't show my face there anymore take them taking the loss yeah it's a fun night though i think that was uh el camino yeah i think we did um see so yeah, we started at tender greens in that tequila bar and then maybe nolita hall maybe and that's and funny. then uh yeah it was fun oh yeah 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 that's oh was that the night that that girl stole a slice of pizza from me she stole your pizza bro this this is for for we'll see we'll see we'll see what people think about about this story bro about so you remember right i don't think that was the same night i think that was another night but we're, we're chilling at at, no, at nolita hall we had a little table it was like a standing table right yeah, yeah, it's little ones by the bar. And, and like we had like drinks, and I was like kind of hungry, and I was like, you know what, I'm gonna get a little pizza. I got a little margarita, and then we had it there. I think I had like two slices, and there was probably like three slices left or something. And uh, what it? Oh, like some dude's girl came up and just and just fucking grabbed a slice, right? Or I didn't know he was. Okay. I didn't know she was with anybody. But as soon as like she like she like rolled up, she's like, oh, what's up, guys, or something like that. And she just grabbed a slice. And I was like, what the fuck? She just stole a slice. <laughs> and the dude was looking at me like it was about to go down. Remember? He was like, he was like oh, I'm about to fight this dude. Like, like for us. And we were just like, yeah. oh, I saw good. Like, because I mean, I only I wasn't that hungry. If not, I probably would have been pissed. <laughs> I mean, he was probably embarrassed. You know, uh, he brought his girl to a restaurant and he, he couldn't feed her. I don't know. <laughs> She's over here stealing slices. <laughs> Yeah, well, that's when we had the conversation, right? Because if it would have been like, one, if it would have been a dude who did that, oh, it would have been, oh, it would have gone down. But what if, if it was a dude to girls, they would have been pissed too, you know? Yeah. So what I'm trying to say here is I'm a very patient person and I'm very understanding, you know. <laughs> You're very generous with your yeah, pizzas too. Very generous with pizza, you know. Yeah. But that, that was, go ahead. Go ahead. Man. You go, oh, see, I heard. I heard that that place opened up again for a little bit and then have like a, I don't know, something and shut down, but hopefully they- They opened up at the beginning. So it was like that first, um, that first kind of well, like back in July or whatever, they were one of the first, not one of the first spots to open up, but they were one of the spots that opened up and then like somebody had it, an employee there. And then, so then it was like a whole thing, you know what I mean? Which sucks because it's like, it's not necessarily the place. It's not like, oh, that's where coronavirus chills. Like, don't go to Nolita. You know what I mean? It's more like just some dude got it there, like, he, and he worked there, and, you know, probably could have got it somewhere else, and then he rolled up there, and then it fucks the business over. There's people sharing pizzas. Yeah, from taking pizzas. from. And they used to have that little, they opened up the things, though, so they, the air flows through there, you know? Oh, there you go. Yeah, it should be good yeah. now. Yeah, no, I, man, I, I miss that place. I miss that yeah, place. Yeah, it was good. It's good times there. Yeah. Good drinks. Good drinks, good people, but fucking pizza thieves. That's the only thing.
Hey, them, them pizzas ain't cheap too. It's a little fucking margarita for like 16 bucks or some shit like that. But I got it, you know? I got it. I got money like that. I got fucking you do. You do. margarita pizza money. Podcast going well for you, you know? Yeah, this is podcast live episode. What is this episode? Episode seven. Episode oh, lucky seven. seven. They're paying me too, by the way. They're paying me like Ted Danson. 800 an episode. <laughs> What is Ted da- what does Ted Danson make an episode? That's what I need to be getting paid. Yeah, it's like uh like I'm on that um the David Letterman show on Netflix. You seen that one yet? The one with his beard? His big old beard. Yeah, it's just him and a guest on the stage. I've seen a couple of them. The one that I like better or that I like is 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 the, the segments that, that Conan has in the car. You seen those? I don't think I've seen those. He has one with like Ice Cube and, and Kevin Hart. We were talking about another one, but he has a few like, like Conan just he, like he fucking with people. It's hilarious. Like he's just he's just funny. Like the little, and then the, the little carpool karaoke's too. You seen those? That other yeah, dude. The, that's the, the one with uh, James the Corden. Star? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The British. Yeah, guy. yeah. I saw the one with uh, Migos. Oh, Migos. That's oh, my well. only one. Yeah, no, I, it, it's funny. So I watched the one with the Dale, bro. See, I'm, I'm not as I'm not as thugged out as you. You're. See, I'm I'm the boomer. I thought you're supposed to be older than me, bro. You're. Only... I mean, Adele's kind of low now, isn't she? It, huh? No, nothing. She might be listening. Adele. Oh, you don't want to ruin your chances with Adele? <laughs> <Yeah>. like... <laughs> uh, she's old. You're saying? No, no, not at all. She's she's a fine young, nice lady. She is Adele. Adele's killing it. She's I'm, she doesn't she needs to make a comeback. <laughs> so what else has been going on with you, man? Man, on this end, just just trying to trying to stay afloat right now. Well, I want to say trying to stay afloat. I think um, um, been doing a lot of been doing a lot of work, um, a lot of soul searching. You know, a lot of a lot of kind of figuring out what I got going on and how how like I feel like twenty twenty was like everybody's like trying to like adjust to to like all this crazy shit, right? Like and what's happening and which way your life is going and who the fuck matters. And you know what I mean? I think you, yourself, I mean, you made, you made a big move even in 2020. Um, well, shit, you made two big moves in 2020, right? Cause you were in that building or did you move to that? Or did you move down there in the beginning of 2020? Uh, no, I moved in October. So oh, okay. I moved okay. In a, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but basically just like trying to figure out what, like, uh, being more, I don't know, man. I feel like at this point, it's like, okay, 2020 happened. Now it's just like, okay, now we, now we have what 2020 is and what the fuck this whole pandemic shit is. And now it's like 2021. It's just like, we can't, we got to do something. You know what I mean? We can't just fucking like, now we know what it is and we have to adjust to it, you know? So just kind of trying to, trying to look into different avenues, being fucking, uh, being reckless, being, (laughs) Just looking into like, you know, just, I don't know. I, I was going to, I obviously I got Corona. So then I was like, well, fuck, I could travel <laughs> like, <laughs> at least for a month or two. You know, I was going to head up and, uh, and hit up my buddy and, and my buddy in Italy was like, come through. He's like, you know, he's like, you could come, come chill. And I was like, I'm down. And he's like, but he's like, just so you know, not, not everything's open. And I was like, fuck. I was like, well, are they even going to let people into Europe right now? I don't know. You know, I don't, I don't know if they're letting people in over there but i was like i was fucking down to go so i might go to mexico though if you're down let's go to mexico which uh which part are you going to 
I got to go to the beach, you know? I got to go enjoy the beach or something. Because you got minimal time. You got a couple guys getting married. I don't know if you know. So you got to get no, ready for no, a, couple, a couple of these weddings. Who's uh, who's getting married? Mr. Flo's getting married. Oh, that's right. Congrats. Yeah, yeah Flo. Um, you got everybody. I'm going to have everybody on the podcast. Julio's getting married. He's uh, he's already on the podcast. I'm going to have Flo. And then I had Misa. And Misa's getting married in uh, in March. Oh, no way. I didn't know uh, Julio and Misa, too. Congrats. Yeah, that's no, they're getting one. married to each other. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Having a good old time. Brothers. Yeah, you know, they brothered up. Yeah, that's what's called the brotherhood, bro. The brotherhood. That's the good stuff right there. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh, of course not. No, it's fine if it's who you are. It's fine. Perfectly fine. Exactly. So what was, so you're not originally from San Diego, but you're like, now you've been here how many years? Oh, man. Uh, maybe 18, 18 years. 18 two, years. Well, two in LA. So there was that little break. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, yeah. Southern yeah, California. Been, you're from, what is it called? Is it considered, is it considered Central California or do you, do they like calling it the Bay or what, what, what is it? Well, it's, uh, it's Central California, um, or the Central Coast. Yeah. But, um, you know, it, it's Salinas, it's by Monterey. So over there, you know, the news and stuff say the Bay Area, like oh, the Monterey Bay Area. Yeah. So then, you know, when I moved out um, and I was in college, you know, you say, oh, I'm from the Bay Area. Uh, it took me a little bit to realize that was San Francisco and not, you know, <laughs> where I'm from. But... <laughs> And people from San Francisco at the time, they uh, they were very like territorial about what the Bay Area is. Yeah, yeah, I'm the same way. You, you're right now. You're living in Marietta. You, well, technically, Marietta isn't isn't San Diego. It's not County. San Diego. No, it's no, Riverside. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I know there's the people that like live in like San Marcos. San Marcos is San Diego, right? Yeah, I think uh, maybe Temecula is the border. Or Escondido, right, right, right there, right. Yeah. Escondido is. So, yeah, I remember you're like, you're not from San Diego. You're from Escondido. Like, that's, that's, yeah, you're, that's way up there. You're tripping. <laughs> Can't claim say so you're Escondido. You're IE already, like, you know. Yeah, I'm, I'm too, too north now. Yeah, you got out of the hood. So what What would you say is your favorite part of San Diego? Uh, downtown. Downtown. Just, uh, Front Street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Front Street, good times there. You know what? I just downtown and uh not necessarily for like the, the nightclubs and all that, like yeah, the night seems great too. But um just like the vibes out there, especially during the day, just walking around and hanging out. Do you think you liked it because you were from a small town and you know what I mean? Like and so you like that vibe of like this isn't something that I grew up with? Oh, definitely. As a kid, like I always wanted to live in a place kind of like that and that's what drew me to san diego it's not like super huge but yeah you get enough well you got the la experience too which then you get like a like it's like a san diego is like a diluted la you know what i mean yeah yeah it is um and la is great just you know i couldn't deal with that traffic you know you hear about it and i always thought it, it can't possibly be that bad and then you get there and it's like, man, I'm just wasting so much of my life in traffic. Yeah, just sitting in traffic. I mean, I guess now, like, kind of can't be the same, but, you know, with, with so many people working from home, 
but I hear there's still traffic. I mean, it's still not completely gone. They need to build out the subway system better. People can ride that shit. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, I think when I was there, they were like trying to build it and everybody was saying like, no, that's not going to work here. Like people like their cars and, you know, LA's, you know, if you were there. So, I don't okay. say anything bad. I'm sure you got a lot of LA. What's, it been, what's your experience been kind of moving? I mean, I, I think that like, obviously in San Diego, you got you have family, you know, that you can kind of, you know, you got cousins and, you know, and stuff like that. But what's it been for you like moving around, like when you're in LA and like, just like kind of adjusting, like say when you moved to LA, what was, what was that adjustment like for you? Like, you know, you know, I, I don't know. I never really thought about it. I kind of just tend to go with the flow. And um, when I moved to LA, I think I was just focused on, you know, finding a job and settling in. And to be honest, I never really thought I got to, I got the chance to really explore it fully because, um, because you know, I, I had a, a newborn at the time. So during the week, it was work. On the weekends, I'd go over and, and you know, just be a dad and, and all that. And um, yeah, I think maybe that's why, too, I ended up moving out. I just didn't get that chance to really explore it. And I thought, yeah. too, it's, it's more like a, it's a little harder there with the family. Uh, it's, I think if, you know, you're single and all that, it's probably a great place, a lot of fun. But yeah, and then uh, as far as like moving around, yeah, I just go with the flow, man. I, I never thought I'd end up in Marietta, but here I am. And uh kind of like it out here too. Just people are like really friendly. Uh it's a little bit a change of pace, you know, it's quiet. It's just people here just come out here to raise a family. And um, yeah, everyone like comes over and says hello to us and tells us how they've been here for like I don't know, 20 years. And I mean, how many houses do you think were here 20 years ago? Like three? Was it? Some of those houses are that new? No, I mean, Maria, there's really not much out here. There's um, still a lot of space and it's being developed, but yeah, it's cool. I guess I was just ready. I just, I just like um, that the, the, the people that lived in your house previously too. <laughs> Did I tell you about that? We found out more. So, what do you mean? Uh, oh, you found out I, more to the story? Yeah, so I guess it was like a halfway house. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. it was an actual halfway house or i thought it was just squatters so there was squatters but before them oh before like the them here yeah so so i mentioned how it was bank on when we bought it and um every room had a lock like if it was like a dorm or something and uh the neighbors told us that yeah i guess it was like the house the halfway house or maybe not halfway like you come here after rehab but you still have to be like I don't know, supervised or something. I don't really know. I guess that's technically a halfway house, no? I guess, yeah. By definition. And, uh, and what's funny is not long ago, like some some people got dropped off in the corner. We're just right here in the corner of the house. <laughs> <at> <laughs> they yeah. came through like a... <laughs> Yeah, well they had they had like their, their luggage and stuff, but they they were like just looking confused, like, hey, this I think we're in the wrong place. And then they called somebody and waited. I'm here there, for the like, gangbang. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah then the band came picked them up and they left but uh kind of makes sense now so yeah this house has a little bit of an interesting history but um you know yeah. what though but there's also a lot of rasa up there like like escondido and like a lot of people like get what i'm saying is like there's a lot of people who drive like a little bit further like maybe when they cross the border 
and they go to like, you know, Hemet or like, you know, Escondido, like that area over there, like a little further, you know what I mean? Instead of like staying right on the border town. Yeah, and you do see the border patrol quite a bit here too on the freeway, at least. Like, yeah, I know there's know, that there's a checkpoint right on the way up. So that that's something that yeah. definitely Yeah, and instead of seeing cops with like the speed gun, you see like the border patrol and I mean I don't know what they're doing, but yeah, you see a little <laughs> bit more. They're not around anymore. They were gonna be part of the part of the new Patriot Party. So what was LA like for you from you know, I think it's a little different for us since we're from a small town and, you know, you're from San Diego. Well, I was born in L.A. So I had I already had like a familiarity and I, I would always go out there. Um, and even before I moved out there, well, so I, was, I lived out there as a kid, but we would always go every weekend. My cousins lived in South Central, I was born in South Central. My cousins lived there. So I would always we would always go like almost every weekend for like a couple of years. We would go every single weekend. So I was familiar with L.A., you know, um, they lived near the, the Coliseum, so you could hear the fucking games from USC. All it was pretty dope. Um, but once I once I moved out there as an adult, I had already been going back and forth because I would I was doing I was doing stand up, so I would go to like the Hollywood Improv about Fridays. Uh, a lot of the time, I think we used to do uh, Tuesdays sometimes in Orange County at Brea, um, and then Wednesdays a lot. Sometimes I would go up to Ontario. So but that's technically not LA, but you know I'd go up north to which is one of my favorite clubs, Ontario, Ontario Improv plug right now for the Ontario Improv. And it, it's, it's mostly the, the reason it was my favorite club because of the people, you know, everybody was dope. Like everybody was like having a good time. Every time I would go there, everyone's, you know, you get, you get good crowds, good crowds is what you want. You know, like people that are fucking enjoying themselves, but. On, Ontario's uh, not LA County though, right? No, it's not. That's all I was saying. But that's, those are the ones I would go to. Um, um, and besides like little ones or whatever in LA, like Sal's Comedy Hole or like the Comedy Store, Laugh Factory and other ones. But no, but yeah, so when I moved up, I had roommates and stuff like that. Um, but I had to like actively go out there. And it this was like 2000, 2013, I think, 2012. Um, so it wasn't like a lot of like Zillow was like, there wasn't as many. So I needed to go out there and like, drive down streets and shit and like call places like hey i'm looking for apartment like oh it says you have openings can i see it and since i didn't live there i'd have to drive out there and try to look at as many apartments as i could you know what i mean and try to get a place and the place we got wasn't that great but it was like dude we're paying 1350 for a two bed two bath where are you finding a two bed two bath now and it was in studio city two bed two bath 1350 not that bad yeah and we had two parking spots it was pretty shitty it wasn't the nicest place but for that price you're probably I was about your... to say over there you kind of get what you pay for because we have cheap rent too and uh yeah no but what i'm saying is i'm pretty sure that place is easily 1800 now i guarantee you oh you got hecklers yeah. you got hecklers no just some guests oh, okay yeah, my little one's gonna come in probably. Call security. Oh, you got you got the kids this week or? Oh, uh, the baby. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you yeah. had the kids too. Yeah, no, I had them uh, last weekend. Yeah. So yeah, I'm just saying like that was that was my kind of experience. The bar. I don't know if I ever told you the bar by my uh, by my by my place. Um, Mr. Belding would always go there from Saved by the Bell. No, he didn't tell me. <laughs> He would just be chilling there, like playing video poker in the corner. 
The principal. I'm bringing a, a, a guest in here. I don't know if you'll be able to hear him. He ain't saying nothing. See, if he could see me, he, he'd be, last time I was there, he was just laughing. People can't hear it on Spotify. But he's got a little. He's got his little baby in there. There he is. Well, might as, might as well, might as well talk about your your um, your experience as a dad, man. How do you, uh, yeah. do you think it changed you? Do you think you were ready? Do you think like like let's start from like the first time you had a kid to like now with uh, Vincent? Like what you know what I mean? Like how has that evolved? You know so. I'll let you go. Yeah, so um, you know, I I do like being a dad a lot, and um, initially, I thought I maybe didn't want kids, and then when Aiden came around, like, you know, when I knew he was coming and we were expecting, um, yeah, I wasn't sure I'd be ready. You know, at the time, I was like living in downtown and enjoying the nightlife and stuff like that. Eating cereal, pizza. Born, yeah, <laughs> cereals, uh, the whole pie, so you cut the line. Um, then once he was born, wow, it just changes you. And it, I can't describe it, but I'm sure their dads out there know what I'm talking about. Like, it definitely does shift you in, in a way, you know, I didn't think was possible. And then you think that once you have a kid, like the rest, it's not as impactful, but that's not true. Like each one, every time I have one, like I have three now, um, it's just been incredible. And seeing them grow up and how different they are too is, has been really rewarding. Isn't that interesting? Um, like you're the you're the same parent, but yet they can grow up differently, right? And they'll have different personalities and like because then that's like the nature versus nurture, right? It's like there's certain things that are like innate within them. And they say like even within the womb, if there's like stress or certain things, if it's a very happy time or very stressful time, then that can affect the baby, which is very interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Um, you know, I'll, I'll tell you a story. So. You know, Aiden and Caleb are from a prior marriage. And then uh, uh, Vincent is uh, with, with my wife, Katie. So Caleb has uh, a little crush on Katie right now. And uh, she and I will be, you know, we were on the couch cuddling and stuff. And he comes over and he says, hey, there's, because I tell him, hey, you want to come in the couch with us? And he says, no, no, there's too many people. He says, why won't you leave? And I'll take your spot. <laughs> he said, <laughs> <laughs> damn savage savage that's right yeah he said, look hey. dead in the eye and said that and then, uh, it's a little crowded in hey. here isn't it yeah you should you should move on <laughs> <laughs> yeah then he'll come up to me and he'll say hey i'm like what's up it's like i'm gonna take your katie from you and i'm gonna marry her I'm like wow this kid is a savage Dude, he, he's straight he was gonna roadhouse you this is like it's time to go, buddy. It's time to go. <laughs> yeah, when well, I'm old, he's the one that's gonna put me in the home. <laughs> put you in the home. You can't, bro. You can't. If, if they put you in the home, let me know. We'll move in together. <laughs> we'll get a spot. Yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll, I mean, go, uh, we'll go out like savages. Man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, fatherhood's uh, rewarding, man. It's uh, you know, your moments like that are funny, and you can tease them about when they're older and. Of course, you know, there's challenges, you know, being a parent. That's what I was going to say is, is, you know, maybe your kids are going to watch this someday. I think I think it's an easy place to go to, you know, that this is very rewarding. You know, my my brother, my brother has has three as well. Um, and I, you know, I see him like super like tired, 
you know, because he's got a newborn who was just born in November, and he's doing the whole, you know, late nights and kind of waking up every four hours and stuff, and it's tough. You know, I think that I don't think there's anything that can make that easy on you. You know what I mean? It, I'm sure it can get a little. I mean, I I haven't done it full time, but I've you know dealt with the kids, I've taken care of them, but like to be waking up and it takes a different kind of you know strength. You know, I don't uh, discipline too. I think there's plenty of people who don't. They're like fuck that. Like you know what I mean? Like they have kids and they're like saying fuck that. Like I'm not getting up. I'm yeah, it, up. it's definitely tough. Like tough uh, being sleep deprived. Like nobody likes that. But you know what? We tried something on Katie and I with Vincent and. uh I gotta say, I really recommend it. There's like sleep techniques. And uh, what we use, it's uh, from a lady called Kara. It's called Taking Care of Babies. I was hoping you would uh, say the Kramer one where you sleep 10 minutes every hour. No, no way. <laughs> but, uh, he, so with, with their training, like our, our baby was sleeping through the night, maybe three, four months, which is pretty huge. Um, that And now they sell these high-tech cribs and stuff that kind of rock them to sleep. On its own i don't know oh yeah yeah but you, you know that. i'm sure this is this is probably not the direction you wanted your podcast you got, hey you no know, we need so. to cut co- we need to cover <laughs> i mean that's the thing is everybody's different so it's like most everybody everybody else would no i don't think any of my other guests had kids so it's something that we haven't covered so it's a good thing it's 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 like i said it's you need to cover kind of how how it changed you and like um because i let me tell you this i think a lot of people think because you're 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 a successful person and you're you know you got a career and everything a lot of people think well if i have a kid i'm fucked i can't do what i want i can't be happy or whatever i gotta focus all my energy on this kid i can't be on sick ass podcast you know what i mean like it's it my life's over you know it's just like well no i mean and it's fine if you don't want kids my last guest actually she was like we went through this whole thing that she doesn't want kids that's her choice that's fine but the whole question was like why don't you want kids you know what I mean? Like, which is, you know, explain it to me instead of like, you know, you'd be like, ah, well, I don't want to fucking take care of anybody. It was like, okay, whatever, you know? But like you said, I mean, I have nothing, I don't have any kids, but I have nothing against them and I'm not opposed to them, but I'm also not like, I want one now. You know what I mean? Like I want to be ready and, you know, and either way, you're never ready because until you're in it, you're not going to know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anyone's ever fully ready, but I think if, if you want a kid or you're thinking about it, then, you know, you're, you'll be fine. Um, again, I, one thing my mom told me when I was little is um, she said, you know, that I didn't come with instructions and, yeah. and it's true. You know, people just kind of figure it out as they go. Um, and even now, you know, at three, but I'm still learning and I'm still like, like my oldest is about to turn 10. And once he does, it's like, I've never had a 10 year old before. It's, it's like a new experience too. And then I get to do it again with with my four year old and now with, and with Vincent. But it's it's you know it's always learning. It's always, I think as a parent, like you're gonna, you know, we make mistakes, but you just gotta. Um, what's the word here? I think as long as we do our best and our hearts in the right place, like our kids will be fine. Yeah, that's that's one thing that we actually um, covered. Another one is that that that, that there, there, there there could still be two truths to like, and then obviously you're on the side of the parent is that like your parents your parents did the best that they could but you also didn't get everything that you needed and those things can still be true like and even as even as like everybody's always like oh well i had fucked up parents now i go to therapy because my parents were fucked up it's like you can you can be you can have things that happen to you 
even with really good parents, because now you, maybe you went to something, maybe maybe you dated somebody that fucked with you, maybe you're one of your, maybe your best friend committed suicide, something crazy that just fucked with you, and you need to you know, or you're just kind of trying to figure yourself out more, and you need guidance. You know what I mean? You need something that you know, like like we grew up with. Um, with you know, I'm pretty sure your parents. I don't know how much they they like told you like, oh, make sure you apply for college, make sure you do this, make sure you do that. Like most of the time, you're figuring stuff out on your own, kind of right? Because it's like. Yeah. So, and that's okay too, you know, like you're, you have to figure shit out on your own and it's not like, oh, well, look at me. Like what, the, what I had to do all this shit. You didn't have to do it. It's your, just your reality. You know, you could either do it or not do it. You know what I mean? So it's like kind of giving your kids the tools that you can, but then you also got to like take care of yourself too. And I don't know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to fight, figure out kind of where that, where I'm going with like, as far as like just the experience as like you had, you have your kids, but you also have your parents and how do you relay those differences? Like, you know, like, uh, teaching them appreciation. Like my parents had a lot less than I do, you know, but it's hard for you to learn that. Like my kids, my brothers, my nephews are like, they have video games. They have all they have a bunch of cool shit that we didn't have, you know, but they don't know that they're just kids. Yeah, yeah, you're right. They don't. And um, I guess sometimes kids, you know, they don't they don't appreciate things as much as they should. But that's, you know, they're kids. Um, I think with them, you know, what I try to do, too, is, you know, life can be a good teacher. So I, I definitely let them do things where I know, like, it's not going to work out. I'm not sure how to explain it, but I guess it's like I let them stumble, but I'm not going to let them fall. Yeah, you know, they got to go out there and they got to learn things on their own and, and figure it out. Um, it's part of life. And that's kind of what makes it interesting, too. And I guess on that other side of it, like, like I said, like on your still on your side on that, you're still able to follow your your goals and do your thing. You know what I mean? Because you got to lead by example, too, you know? Oh, yeah, definitely. And, uh, you know, kids motivate. At least mine do. They motivate me and. Yeah, like that's one thing too. When I became a dad, just my, I think I was already pretty motivated, but it just took it to a one on level. Yeah. Do you think things changed or do you think like that trajectory or that, or that, that direction changed or, or how do you think that adjusted or stayed I think the same? It changes. Again? it changes in different periods of our lives. You know, I would say like in my 20s, you know, I was just trying to get, you know, like, the degrees I needed and certifications and, you know, uh, put in long hours in the office and, you know, sometimes I still do, but I think now, like what's important to me changed a little bit more where I really value time with my kids and my family. So um, now I'm at a point where I'm like, yeah, I've, I've reached a point. I, I worked really hard and now I want to just enjoy some of that work and slow down a little bit. Um, and someone at work told me that too, that like, hey, it's okay. Like you don't have to go pedal the metal all the time. Like you can, you can take some years and just slow down and then pick it up later. Um, and I think people forget that, that it's not linear. Like you can, you can take time for you in a year or two to just, you know, I'm yeah. not saying I don't work hard or whatever, but it, it's like my priorities well, change a little bit. I think it's, I think it's, a, I feel like it's a Latino thing, you know? Cause I feel like I get, I, if I'm chilling, I feel like, oh, I'm being lazy. 
I could be doing more, or I could, instead of like, I'm just fucking chilling, like, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like I, I feel guilty. The fucking, it's always the Catholic guilt. You know what I mean? Like, oh fuck, I'm being lazy. I could be starting a little side business. I could, you know what I mean? Like, like I could be doing more instead of like, man, I'm just gonna chill. Like, why can't, why can't I just have a little carne asada, you know, and just, just basically waste my fucking weekend and not do anything. You know what I mean? Like, like that's, I have a problem with that sometimes. It's just like not doing anything. I'm just gonna fucking watch fucking Netflix for a weekend and just not give a fuck, you know? I feel like, ah, oh, I'm so unproductive, I didn't do shit. You know, but it's good to sometimes just be unproductive too. Yeah, yeah, sometimes, yeah, it's good to just slow down, not do anything. Or, or you know, you can- <laughs> Just take an edible. <laughs> go on a podcast. <laughs> yeah, or, or, you know, just not do anything for a day or you can go to the Camino and get really trashed. Let me tell you this. Let me. See, I'm gonna get you right now that you're a, that you're a. What do you call it? Um. Ah, fuck! I can't think of the word. You're suggestible right now. Have you ever been skydiving? I haven't. You haven't? Let's go. No. We're gonna go to Lake Elsinore, right there, right, Lake, right down the street. They do it there. Yeah, right down the street. Yeah, I'm not opposed. All right, he's in. He's in. Everybody heard it. You're in. Flows in too. I'm gonna call him out on this podcast. Flows in. And Bert said he was in the guy. He's another guy's on the podcast. But I was thinking if I should do it here in uh, in uh, in San Diego. But Flo wanted to do it, and I know they do it out there in Elsinore. So yeah, so you should be good. You should. It's uh now right now that you now you're locked in now. Actually, I was thinking about it the other day, but I've never done it. But um, this opportunity's never been there. But I thought. Yeah, well, my buddy, I... my buddy Danny, I told you he used to jump like all the time. I'm gonna have him on too, and I kind of want to ask him about that because it's like that's fucking crazy. He got to the point where he was jumping by himself. He wasn't jumping tandem with anybody. Was this in the Air Force or just after? No, well, I don't know. If, I don't know what he did in the Air Force if he did do that. Um, but uh, I know that for a fact he was he was doing he was because he was this was like a few years ago when he was still here. Actually, he wasn't living here anymore, but he would come into town and he was like, oh, I'm going to go jump. And he would go to Elsinore and just fucking jump. He had his own little helmet and everything. He's yeah, actually, <sighs> the last time I saw him was at your, your birthday thing. And he was just sitting on a chair and I think his edible hit. <laughs> <laughs> what was my birthday? We were at, uh, it's, it was in Little Italy next to Craft and Commerce. Craft and Was it? Oh, that was that uh, that king, king, queen. That one, yeah. We went to the was it Dread Mari concert? I think it was Dread Mari. You yeah. guys were going after, yeah. Oh, that was when you were. Yeah, that was when you were in your courtship. I was, yeah. That was, yeah. You were, you were, you were talking to your girl. You were still, you were still going at it. I remember that. Still am, man. I think I stopped courting him, right? I, I think you got a hickey that day. I remember. <laughs> Why do you gotta call me out? Yeah. <laughs> All right. How do we go from babies to uh, hickeys here? Yeah. Well, <laughs> exactly. Right. So what? What is um? We'll go. We'll go a little. With, that way we can get you. See if we can uh, either either throw your mind off or we can get you get you on on track to something. Um, you go like a like a more. It's like a round robin, asking like quick questions and seeing where they go. So. Okay. Do you remember the first person you ever kissed? Oh, I do. You don't want to you say wanna, it? Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to say it? Oh, uh, you know, this is in sixth grade, maybe, or fifth. 
time, all the girls were daring each other to to come kiss me. So um, damn, you know. damn, they're all you were the prize. See, it, it, they can't see you on the podcast right now, but you know, once I put it on YouTube, they're gonna be like, they're gonna be tell Katie to get ready. I know she's doing that. That uh, no, Zumba, if, if she's doing Zumba or the Krav Maga, get ready to fight them no, off. Katie gets to do that now. So yeah, fight them off. All right. Um, best piece of advice you ever got? Oh man, that's a good one. Best piece of advice. Um, shoot, yeah, I'm sure it's from my mom. Just can't remember the exact words, but um, she's really blunt with me, and um, it's more like just you know you got to keep keep going, keep fighting, um, because life doesn't slow down or stop for anybody. And uh, if you want it, you just got to get it. And I think as long as you make little progress every day, you'll get there. Yeah. Do you think you respond? I, I think I respond well to, to someone being direct with me, but I don't respond well I, only if I respect them. You know what I mean? Like if somebody tells me something like, even if, it, even if they're right, if I don't respect them, I'm like, ah, fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah, it's I'm the same way. you know, but, but when it's somebody like, Oh, I know that this dude knows what they're talking about. Like, and you know what I mean? Like, yeah, they obviously have my best interest in mind. So like, what, what do you think? What do you think? Like for me, what motivates me more is like when like somebody could tell me like, you know how people do do shit for their haters and they're like, Oh, like you tell me I can't do it. I'll fucking show you. Like for me, it's like the people who do believe in me that I'm like, Oh shit, I gotta, I gotta prove them right. You know what I mean? Like, cause they're, yeah. they're like, Hey, like you, because otherwise you feel like, like for me, disappointment is worse than like, you know, proving somebody right. Like, or, or proving somebody wrong. Like it's like, it's, um, like I, I don't want to disappoint the people who do believe in me. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. But I know, you know, when someone doesn't believe in you and you prove them wrong, it's, it's like in a way like revenge, you know, and, uh, no, what, what two foxy about revenge. What, what did Tupac say about revenge? Is that <laughs> you know what he said? It is in the... My baby's right here. Yeah. So, all right. The go-to drink. Go-to drink. Uh, you know what? I really like spicy margaritas. Specifically oh, that's with, like, true. In it. That's true. I remember the 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 spicy margaritas, crafting commerce. Yeah, that's my that, go-to. The ghost pepper. Do you do you eat a lot of spicy things? I do. Yeah, pretty much uh, everything. Uh, recently, we bought some ghost pepper sauce. One of those that are like more like novelty one, like a joke. My son wanted to try it, and um, I liked it. Now I'm putting it on everything. Have you had a Carolina Reaper? I don't think so. So there's this there's a show on Netflix. It's called We Are the Champions. And you need to watch it. It's fucking amazing. There's a bunch of different ones. There's like a, I watched it with Flo. There's like a yo-yo episode. There's, um, there's one with like a cheese thing. There's, it's, it's very interesting, but there's one that's a chili eating competition. And they go like 12 rounds of like eating different chilies. And they start ramping it up. It's, it's pretty crazy. It's hardcore. Yes. So you'd, pro you'd probably like it because it, it, they just eat the, the chilies and everything. So it'd be a good show for you to watch. All right, a song you like that you either hide or you're ashamed of liking, but like you really like the song. 
Um, I'm not really ashamed of liking songs anymore, but um, I guess one I'm not going to go tell people. Yeah, that's that. kind of that you hide it or, you know, you kind of. I mean, if, if they ask me, I'll say, yeah, I like it. It's a song um, Katie was playing for me. It's a Taylor Swift one about um, a lady who murders her husband. It's, uh, is that oh, you better you, you better be careful. Yeah. She's probably dropping hints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you think so? I mean, we just got a life insurance policy. Maybe. Right, she ramped it up. She ramped it up. <laughs> so what does a day of playing hooky look like? The ideal day playing hooky. The ideal day is kids are at school and uh, I just sleep. That's your idea to play it's, hooky? It's parent life, man, yeah. Just sleeping? Just sleeping. Where do you see yourself in six months? Six months right here, quarantined. Quarantined, so doing, not doing dick. <laughs> <laughs> if you could trade places with somebody, who would it be? Trade places with anybody? Uh, probably Elon Musk right now. Elon Musk? Yeah. Why is that? I think the companies he, he's running are really innovative and uh, the dude's smart. I, I'd like to just kind of be in his mind for a day. I feel like, I feel like my brain already goes so fast that I'd want to be in somebody whose brain was slow. I feel like if I was in his mind for a day, I'd be like, fuck this. I think that dude operates on a whole nother level. You know what I mean? I know oh, Joe. Yeah. I know Joe Rogan was talking about that. Like, dude, that dude has another. He's not. He's not like us. He's like that dude. He, he's different. He's fucking. His brain operates on a whole nother level. Oh, here I got he, it. Switch places with him, then you call him sick, and now it's how much money can I spend in one day? Okay, so then, well, there you go. Then, well, let let's do that question. Let's say, let's say five hundred thousand dollars. You got to spend it by the end of the week or you owe me $500,000 and you can't, you can't do any of that fucking nerdy shit and then invest it. You're like, no, you got to spend that bitch. You can't gay stuff. You you can't let that shit mature. You can't buy any bonds. No, you got to spend that shit. What are you going to do? By the end of the week, it's not too hard. Uh, Of course, I'm going to go buy like a Lamborghini or something. That's more than half right there, right? Have you ever okay. been in a Lamborghini? I haven't, but it's not I don't think that. you'd fit. I don't think you'd fit. It's, no, that's my point. It's not about like, I'm just saying, I'm not trying to be like, what the fuck do you know about Lamborghinis? No, I'm saying, I don't know if you'd fit. No, that's fine. It's just going to be in my driveway. And, you know, you got to, oh, you know what? You can get it custom. I'm going to push the key so it can make the noise and people know, hey, that's his car, you know? You got to get it custom. They got to adjust it to you. Because people It's a decorative don't, piece for the house. People don't know you're eight feet tall. They can't see you on Spotify. They they don't know, but okay. So you got the Lamborghini. Oh, they just travel for that whole week and just go out go pretty hard. You think you could? You I, think I think I would spend it for sure in one week. Well, that, that's the whole thing is where would it go? That's the whole, you know, would you, so like you're leaving, you're going somewhere. I mean, you go to Vegas, you can spend like pretty good amount there. And then, all right, so we go there. Of course, I'm a, Take you and some friends, you know, we're gonna go have a good time and then next the, time the, the real world real world suite at the palms. You know, yeah. That's like oh, you spend it. That's like 
that's that's I feel like that's still like not even like you got the maybe if you spent like 180 on like a dope ass Lamborghini, you're still only spending like 30. No, wait, no, you could spend like a good 50 in Vegas, right? The stay, the have you oh, ever yeah, you... have you ever done that thing in Vegas where you can go and like drive a tank and shit? Ah, uh, no, no, and you can but, shoot um, guns and all that crazy shit. No, I've heard about those and that you can go like drive a race car. Um, that's what Katie was going to get for me for my birthday that quarantine happened or whatever. It didn't work out. But yeah, you can do everything over there. Yeah, they got that Porsche experience in LA you could do too. So there yep. it is. We're spending money. There you go. We can. There's plenty of places to fucking spend money on. So what is something you wish you were better at? Something I wish I was better at. I wish I was better at sales and networking hey so i'm not very shy but uh i i think networking is one area i would love to be good at you know there's people who can just go in a room and come out like best friends with everybody um actually my wife is like that and i i really admire that about her that um yeah like we got here and she's already has friends and you know it's just so easy for her and i think that's a really cool skill what do you think what do you think stands in your way but what do you think makes that makes that difficult or or do you i mean it doesn't have to necessarily be a weakness right it's just something that you would wish you were better at but what do you think uh what do you think is uh it holds you back there sometimes well, that's a good question i think it's more i don't I'm not really putting myself in situations right now to practice i do think it's a skill um you know just like with any skill if you just start practicing and getting out there you'll get there but right now i'm not like going actively going to like networking events and things like that yeah, because I, 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 I go to like, and I know, I mean, we talked about this before. I go to like conferences and stuff. I go to Vegas and go to these big ass conferences for work. And it's kind of one thing that I was exploring to like try to get better at as well. But I think what it was for me was like, since it's a, it's a new industry um, and also just like being, you know, I, I hate, I hate to put the crutch, but because I, but it's it's also reality is like I would walk into these fucking conferences and I wouldn't see one fucking Mexican dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like where to some degree it gives you a little bit of like, oh, okay, like you know, there's some there you, know, you see somebody and be like, oh, what's up, man? Like you, you just have that little little bit of like a connection, you know, to where like you grew up around a bunch of fucking Mexicans and then like you go to these places. It's, sometimes it's hard to to just to, to find a connection with some guys. You know what I mean? And the older I get now, I'm like able to to let go of some of those biases, you know, I don't think I'm racist. I'm not saying I'm racist, but I just didn't grow up around a lot of, you know, actually one of, one of my best, some of my best friends lived two houses over. They were white. They're half white, half Mexican, but it was, they were mostly white, you know, but that's one thing that was difficult for me is like, fuck, like everybody's, everybody's like either old and white or like, you know what I mean? It was hard for me to like try to find that and bridge that gap. And I think it was insecurity as well. Right. Like you're looking at these people and you're like, oh fuck, that, that's a rich, rich dude or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, I think everyone that's, you know, a minority maybe that runs through their, their minds at some point in their lives, I'm sure. Just, you know, you just don't want to be looked at differently. And because unfortunately, I, as we grow up, there are situations like that where people do, you know, devalue us because of the way we look or where we're from. Um, but, you know, not everyone's like that. I think that's that's a small sample of people who are. And once, again, it's exposure. Once like um, where I grew up too, it's mainly Hispanics. 
but then once you get out and start interacting with people then you start seeing like everyone's you're all the same you know no one's really no one really cares it's only yeah. very few people that do and that those type of people you probably don't want to be associated with anyway yeah no and that's a good that's a good outlook to have is to i think it's it takes a good sense of self-worth for you to know like you know for you not to allow somebody to like put you in that place right for you to think that way because like oh like get out of here like you don't fucking know what's up you know kind of deal like it's uh i had it like it's like that imposter syndrome right of like oh fuck i don't belong here like they're gonna know that i'm i'm a fucking fraud like i'm i'm not i'm not like them i'm you know i, I don't know shit so i remember that was kind of my initial like years and years ago when i got into the business was like oh like i had experiences on my own just like entrepreneurship starting my own you know, doing my own thing and then you talk to like these cmos or these you know what i mean these ceos and like oh shit these dudes are legit and then you get on a call with them like talking actual business they're like man they don't know shit like you know what i mean but you're like man but he doesn't know shit but this dude's making like four times five times more money than me you know and so it's also like well what why you know what is the reason you know what i mean and so it's like well fuck it i could be that guy you know what i mean yeah and the ones at the top are you know they it's people skill they're basically there to be the face of companies and deal with people I like they're not really dealing with excel sheets and all that you know yeah i guess in, i guess in theory right there's always the other like well that's the fucking boss's son or you know what I mean? like it's that happens you, too yeah my point is like these guys like I'm, I'm not talking about the guys that are good i'm talking about the guys that are like in those positions that are terrible and you're like how the fuck are you in that position you know you're yeah. Yeah, I don't want to burn out you, but you're at a big company. I'm pretty sure you got a lot of, a lot of guys that you know, are a little, a little like, dude, how did you get this job? You know what I mean? Yeah, there is, and and you know that company, I'll give it to them. There is a lot of talented people, um, but what I what I see often with people in like technical jobs or like accounting and and all that. Um, they're very smart and very good at what they do, but when it comes to dealing with person, is where, where they're not that great. Um, do you do you think that's going to be something for the next generation that's going to be an issue? Yeah, I do. Uh, everybody's just connected now, you know, through their phones and even like Nintendo games or whatever. Like kids just play online. Like there's really that human interaction is is not there as much anymore. So that's kind of on the same lines of like doing more shit, like you said, like networking and then like putting yourself out there, right? And like allowing yourself yeah. to fucking just meet more people, just trust more people. I think we, you know, we don't allow people in. We fucking close ourselves off, you know? Yeah. And you know what? Like at the base of it, like what holds people back is fear. And I'll give you an example. I, I would say I was a bit shy when I was like, younger and um i think i was in like high school and, and i thought you know i, I want to be more outgoing and, and you know i want to like not be so quiet so i made it a point to just anytime i saw someone i just smile or say hello and if it's yeah. someone i knew i like stop and talk to them and it was really hard like the first couple of days but then uh like by i say like the third day it, once you get over that fear and all that like it just became really easy and it's something that I was able to carry on for a while, like, or I guess for the rest of my life. So, um, yeah, it's just exposure. And once you get over that fear, you'll see, like, you know, with whatever it is you want to do, like, it's it's not as bad as I pictured it. Yeah. 
yeah and then so that that really helped me out and then you know joining the fraternity like one thing i really liked i think that was my favorite thing about a little bit off topic here or off no tangent. topic go ahead <laughs> so with, with the fraternity people ask me like what, what was your favorite thing about being a fraternity yeah it's the brotherhood you know all of us getting together and just doing dumb stuff but yeah as far as like when when i became a brother and then i started pledging new people um what i really liked is seeing how you know we would get like the new guys come into the table and get information they're all really shy and awkward and all that but then by the time they're done with the process they're just really confident and maybe a little too confident but uh you yeah, just yeah. get to see that transformation i always thought that was really cool yeah no yeah that's that that's dope i think that like one thing that i always try to like always try to be is like have a, a purpose and kind of be be a to give them that like comfort or to like to say like have them challenge themselves right because it's like you're in a whole new environment you know like i said kind of the same concept because that was the same concept when i went to college right because you're like fuck where's all the mexicans at you know like i was in classes i remember saying my name eduardo rodriguez and then people are like the fuck you know what i mean like <laughs> like sucking kyle rottenberry and fucking all these sick ass shoes i'm like you know and like i was like oh shit like I've never been, I mean, it was a bunch of fucking cholos in my schools, you know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't go to like a predominantly white school. So it was like, I wasn't used to that. It was like, there was four other Rodriguez's in my in my class or whatever, you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a strange name, you know? Yeah. And so, yeah, and then like going to college and then you, you know, oh shit, like a Mexican guy, you know what I mean? Fucking, and like you said, like, you come up, you're all shy, you're kind of like, oh man, like, you know, like, to get through it. I think it helped me get through college for sure. I don't know if I would have had the same experience or would have had the same, I, I don't want to say success because I don't, I think college is like just an experience. I think it's not like a big, like, you know, like, Oh, I did this. And now, I'm, you know, at least for me, it wasn't like a big, like, Oh, I needed to get this certification in order for me to, you know what I mean? I feel like it was like, it just helped you build those skills in order for you to go out and then get into the workforce. You know what I mean? Oh, definitely. Yeah. It changes people. For sure. like I've way. had I've had interns of all majors and shit, and none of them know anything about like the work for you know what I mean. I'm like, you didn't learn what did you learn in class? Like, we do marketing, so it's like, what do you do? Oh, uh, well, I don't know. We don't know about this. Like, you don't know. You know what I mean? Like, what the hell? It's just like concepts, or you know what I mean? It doesn't really. Yeah, it's, it's an experience. It builds character. Yeah. So what's it? The whole theme, the whole the 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 question um is we could do we could do this one of two ways you do it's being a weirdo you have to name a time where you felt like a weirdo where you know you went somewhere maybe you were being either authentic or you were just like you know you were just you were just hanging out and somebody or, or you just felt like a weirdo but you weren't like to you you weren't being weird but people made you feel that way i don't know if you heard any of the other people answering it but like you know kind of like if you were you know, like you're taking shots or you're just dancing, you, you know what I mean? Whatever you're at, you know, you had a phone party or whatever. And people are like, oh, look at this fucking weirdo, like, you know, or something like that. And you're just like, oh, shit, like you feel like bad or something. Is there is there a time you can recall that you felt like a weirdo, whether it be a kid, adult, teenager, whatever? Yeah, I mean, I could be pretty weird. And I, there's been recent times where I'm sure people looked at me like a weirdo. And I, I don't really get embarrassed, you know, but um. Uh, you know, with COVID, um, I, I told Katie, hey, I, I put on a suit, 
and she's like, where are you going? I'm like, I'm going to Lowe's. I just want to feel normal, you know? And so she got dressed up too. And yeah. we went to Lowe's and, you know, nice little date. And we were going to go to Home Depot and Bed Bath & Beyond, but we had enough time. <laughs> Pretty nice little Saturday. <laughs> you know, yeah. And then uh, too, when we're out, like at the grocery store at Trader Joe's, you know, they'll play music. And, um, you know, her and I are kind of similar. And she's just, you know, she'll be dancing or whatever. And if it's a song I like, I pull her in and I start dancing with her right there in the aisle. And yeah. um, we were like slow dancing the other day while we were waiting to pay. And, you know, like, I didn't really notice people don't do that at Trader Joe's. About <laughs> <laughs> not not on Saturdays. Not, that's, slow dancing is on Thursdays. Yeah. And you know what? That's a good thing, though, because because um, I don't want to say because I'm not going to say, oh, you found the one because I think that's bullshit. I think that that's like a fairy tale. I don't think that that's you know what I mean? I think that it it is. I think it's like it's not the one. But I'm saying you you you're with somebody that embraces your your authentic self like, oh, let's. And that's what the whole thing of like being weird. It's not weird. Because it's like, oh, yeah, let's do this. It's fun. You know what I mean? Like, let's have fun. Instead of like, oh, I'm not going to do that. There's people here. You're just like, you know what I mean? Like, she's like, yeah, fuck it. Who cares? You know what I mean? Like, and it, and it's, and it just brings you joy. And you're just living in that moment, right? You're just enjoying yourself and fucking sprouts or whatever. You know what I mean? Instead yeah, of like yeah. being pissed off or, you know, because there's a yeah. lot. I'll back up a little. Um, I'll tell you this. Like, I think. I think you can find the one and uh i definitely believe she's mine like the one and, and you just know and i think you'll meet someone one day where you're like all right yeah you know this was right this is like uh, no i'm know. gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna push back on you because it, it's this is the whole thing that um because then you as i mean like great like i said you're great like you, you found somebody that you know what i mean but it's like it's there's so many people. It's like saying there's only one friend. I can only have one friend and there's only one person I'm going to connect with. Because then what happens is you, see, you watch these fairy tales, right? When, when does the fairy tale end? At the wedding. So you never see like 20, 30 years down the line. And I think that people feel like if anything's wrong, then they're not the one, right? Where I'm sure you and, and you and, and Katie have your disagreements you know what I mean? Where it goes like, oh, okay, like this is, or, or she doesn't fucking like, you know, this or that. Like, oh, well, I always thought that my perfect person would be this. I mean, like, you know what I mean? And then once some, once something goes wrong, I think that people, people be like, oh, well, then this, this just needs to be, this just needs to work. It just needs, everything just needs to fall into place. I think that that's the misconception. I get what you're saying. Yeah, you find somebody that, yeah, you can compromise with and you can work through stuff. But I think that there's a misconception of like, you won't have to work through anything when it's the one. Oh, no, I disagree. You know you what I mean? And that's my point. That's my point. Place. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, you know, being, you know, in a previously married and both of us, she was married before and I was like, you you approach it differently, you know, and, and I definitely learned things in my first marriage and what worked, what didn't. But I also, I had never asked myself, what do I want in a person? What does my ideal partner look like? And I made a list, you know, I don't, it sounds weird, but yeah, I made a list. This is not weird. I, I want this. <laughs> so I, I want her to, you know, I'm a butt guy. I want her to have a nice butt and some legs. And I want her to be smart and funny. And, and you know, I did have the criteria list. And so let me let me I, ask you this. Was this list, I don't mean to cut you off, but was it was it just a list? Or was it a list of like, these are some of my preferences? And then these are some of my non-negotiables? 
I, it's both. It was like preferences, but also like non-negotiables. Like if this, they don't have this and no, and I'm willing to, you know, let this go or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and also too, I knew like what qualities I didn't want in somebody. And that's kind and of my I, thing, you know, like, that's what I'm saying. Like those non-negotiables are like, she can't be rude to fucking waiters. Like, you know, or... yeah. And, you know, I think a lot of people like they, they, you know, have chemistry with somebody and, and all that. And, but they're not maybe fully compatible or maybe never asked themselves those questions. Like, what do I want in a person? And as I was dating, you know, people, I met a not a lot of nice girls, but I, I thought, all right, they don't have what I'm looking for. And, and I definitely want this next, you know, I, I want to be with someone I wanted to work. So, um, yeah, I met her and, and, you know, we, we hit it off really quickly and, you know, yeah, I mean, we moved fast, but everything just felt right. And so I, I say like, yeah, you can definitely find the one, but you gotta, I guess, kind of figure out too, what does that look like? What does that person look like? And yeah, it doesn't like, of course we have disagreements and all that, but it's yeah. like knowing how to work through them and how to communicate and communication is big in any relationship. That's, that, and that's kind of my point to where like, you're saying like, Oh, well, they didn't have this, they didn't have that. But sometimes it's a, it's that lack of communication, right. Of just like, wait, you're telling me like you, there's maybe something you don't want or something that, you know, cause I think like, like we were saying, like you could, you could be thinking you're doing everything right. Or you're doing like, Oh, she's giving you this signal or whatever, but maybe you're not getting that communication into where you're like, wait, I, I thought I was going on the right track. Right. And then you're like, but if nothing is said and nothing's being communicated, then it's hard for you to know which direction you need to go. And that's where it's like that misconception of like, well, if you were the one, you would know which way to go. You know what I mean? Like, no, we need to fucking this, you know what I mean? This needs to be a, you know, this needs to be a partnership of communication, you know? And I think that there's a lot of that, like, you know, or, or you need to work through all this shit. And you just put up with all my shit like you know like wait wait a minute like this is 50 50 i'm not just gonna fucking you know do every like you're gonna fucking tell me you got to do this this and that and you're not doing shit for me you know what i mean like when it, it when it's one-sided right and it's it's not yeah good, yeah it's, you know? it's a it's a give and take you know it's, yeah but when you you know commit to somebody you're agreeing to not just think of yourself anymore and, and all and you know i, I guess say this too like yeah, you know, when we have arguments, I wouldn't call them arguments or disagreements. We will talk, we'll talk about it and we'll talk through it, even if it's something difficult, that's difficult to talk about. Yeah. And uh, it, it makes you stronger. And, and there's a book I read that talks about that. that there's, there is disagreements, there's going to be disagreements, but how you work through it uh, will, can actually make you stronger. And, and I think that's definitely the case with us. But a lot of times too, it's like, it just came down to miscommunication, you know, come down like, you know, us guys, we're idiots. It's usually us that misinterpreted something or whatever. Um, thinking about this too, and, and the whole Trader Joe's dancing and all that, and the question you asked me with best advice. Um, so I guess I'll tie it together. Like, and everyone's heard it, but life is short. You know, it is, and we're all yeah. gonna go and, and we hear it a thousand times, but it's very true. Like things can end overnight. You know, you know my story and like overnight something that happened, I lost everything I had. Yeah. And and you have to rebuild and just like that, it can go. So if you apply that to people and you realize like, hey, like with my spouse, like when we do get into disagreements, we don't last 
matter each other very long because I, I know too, like, this is temporary, like the, our life, like, I'm not gonna, one day I might, I'm gonna die or, you know, whatever. And, and like, I won't get to see her anymore. And you just gotta enjoy the person. That well, goes yeah, for anybody. And, yeah. And you're in the, in, in basically being mindful and being in the moment. Right. Because then you're like, you're, you're thinking of like, what, you're either living in the past or living in the future because you're not living in the now, right? You'd be like, oh, well, what's it going to be this? Or like you're saying, like, I've never had a 10-year-old, but when I had a one-year-old, I wasn't thinking what's it going to be like to have a 10-year-old. You were just enjoying, you know, you were just enjoying them as a one-year-old. You know what I mean? Like being in that moment instead of like being like, oh, fuck, when he's a teenager, oh, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Because then you're like freaking out about that, you know? Instead of just enjoying the time that, where, where you're at and in the place you're at, you know, just the same way. Like right now I'm here, I'm in this podcast, you know, and I keep telling everybody like I'm here and, and this is why I like it. This is why I do, I, I, you know, this is, I like doing this because I'm like, okay, I'm engaging and talking with somebody and, and that's fun to me. You know what I mean? And I'm in the moment. I'm not thinking about like, oh, fucking work and this and that, even though I'm doing it in the office, but you know, I'm like, it's, yeah. And it's, it's what you're saying, you know, kind of like enjoy yourself and, enjoy the moment because yeah like you said life is short so drink some whiskey enjoy yourself take an edible you know go on a podcast you know yeah yeah and you know like in this year right like it it makes you it makes you kind of sit back and think of like what really matters right because i mean we didn't know what the fuck was going on you know like now every, we know a little bit more. Now you're like, oh, okay, like we got to just be safe, blah, blah. But at first it was like, yeah, there's a fucking disease out there. You know what I mean? Like, stay home. Yeah, yeah. It's, you, um, I think you you told me once, you know, this this whole thing, you, you kind of learn too who's, who's there for you, who's not, who's like your just weekend buddy. And it doesn't really yeah. get you up when during COVID. And yeah. Yeah, like oh, I'm not and, buying, I'm not buying rounds no more. So this dude's not coming around, you know, like. And for the record, too, I'm not very good at texting friends just to see how they're doing. Like, so I'm saying, like, oh, you people don't hit you up, but I don't really hit people up. But uh, for but you answer, that, but that you answer, me, but you I answer. Do. Yeah, I do. Hey, that's why. Hey, it's, it's uh... yeah. But I, I like hearing, you know, about like people that that I'm friends with that they're doing well, like um, you know, in the Google's podcast and on that. You know, it sounds like he's doing great and yeah you know, I, I i do ask about people and see how they're doing and yeah yeah think of you guys still yeah no and like i said everybody everybody's different everybody got their life going on but like i said even like that you know like even just that check-in right hey how's everything i'm good man well it, but at least like like I, I was telling like a friend like i i know you got like a, you deleted your instagram and it's just that like you know the like oh like it's fun like to go and look at memes and shit but then sometimes you're like oh fuck i'm I'm looking for the wrong things right now. I'm looking, you know what I mean? Like, and I'm not like, I'm just like engaging with friends instead of like being active to like, you know what, what's up with Dizzle? Like, you know what I mean? Like, let me text him. How you doing? Instead of just like, oh, let me like his picture. I'm like, oh, he saw that I liked it. So that's it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was more like, oh, you know what? I'm driving by your place. And then I'm like, what are you up to? You know what I mean? It's like, instead of just, oh, you know what? I could just go straight home, you know? So, so then, I mean, I, I don't know if there's any, anything you want to tie it up. I know you, um, you gotta, you gotta breastfeed and you gotta get your, get your electrolytes up. 
I, I do, man. You know, I'm, I'm old. Uh, no, man. I just uh, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's been fun. Anything that um, some the last question. Something you wish were true but isn't. Something I wish was true but isn't. Uh, that that 500k that I'm spending <laughs> a week. <laughs> That 500k, it's coming. It's coming. You'll get it, bro. If I get it, I'm hitting you up. If you get it, they're hitting me up. So that's that's the yeah. plan. That's the plan. I, you know, it is tax season, so I will say if you know you need a tax guy, you can reach me at MarietaTax at gmail.com. Okay. Yeah, I'll put it in your uh I'll put it in the in the thing in the Spotify thing. Yeah. And I'll oh well you don't have an Instagram, huh? You didn't No, I'll I put, did. Yeah. I'll put it in there for, I'll put it on mine. That way people can reach you. So Marietta tax, tax and that's it. The tax at Gmail. Marietta tax at Gmail. And he's, he's, a. Uh, so what, what, to what extent do you do? Like you do like business tax or do, do you do like, like small business? Cause I know that, I know that that's a big thing right now because all these small businesses got like the PPE and all that, all those, all that shit that they have never done before. And you know what I mean? They're very worried or trying to balance all that shit out. Yeah, no, I, I do it all. You know, I, I'm a CPA and qualified to do all that. And it's something I enjoy too. But for people too, you know, you qualify for a stimulus check and didn't get it, you can actually claim it as a, a deduction or something. But yeah, a lot of rules change and there's a lot of things too, you know, that TurboTax isn't going to catch for you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TurboTax makes it seem so easy. I, I remember one time I ended up doing on TurboTax, and next thing you know, I had a big old bill from TurboTax. Yeah. I was like, what yeah, the hell? Too. I asked, I don't know if I clicked something along the way, and I was like, fuck. I think they got like my, oh, I'll do this credit score thing. And I was just like, no. I remember I kept saying no, 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 and they caught me on like the fifth one or something. I was like, ah, fuck you, TurboTax. All right, man. Well, thanks for joining Weirdos Only. I'll let you uh, get back to enjoying your um, your your state that you're in. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Ramp it up. I'll, I'll I'll be hopefully I can get these uh, I'll get these t-shirts up soon, and then I'll send you send you over a t-shirt. Maybe I'll send you over a, another bottle of prosecco so you can pop that bubbly. Nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, it was fun. Thanks for having yeah. me. Thanks for coming on, man.